0: Shut up, I love it. Shut
1: up. I love it. Shut up. No, not the bees! Not the bees! Oh, they're in my eyes! Shut up, even if the bees are in your eyes, and especially if you love it. I'm Joe Cabello. I'm
2: your god now. Sasha Feiler is here and very yeah very excited to be quoting all these movies we'll we'll explain what's going on this is shut up I love it a podcast when we invite special guests or multiple guests to talk about something or someone underrated misunderstood reviled um, just all gamma of emotions anything you want so we've got two very special guests who are they Joe
1: We've got the hosts of my favorite podcast other than this one. We got David and Paris of Aged Like Milk podcast.
0: I love it. Hello. Hello. What's up? what they say. Come back again if you had a good time. And here we are. Good to see
2: you. Good to have you. Paris, David, whom? Whom
1: are
0: we here to talk
1: about? (laughs) I never learned that rule.
0: Who? We are talking about a guy. uh, His name is Nicholas, Nicholas Cage. His real name Mm. is Nicholas Coppola, which is something I found out today. Um, Yeah, a relative. Little Mm -hmm. secret there. He is actually the nephew of. Mr. Francis Ford Coppola, cousin to uh, Sophia Coppola and Jason Schwartzman, actually, mm-hmm. so quite a talented yeah. family. But he blue blood, blue blood. <laughs> not such a, not such. I would, I would go on a limb and say that Nick Cage is the Nickelback of actors. I feel like that's a fair thing to say. But I think he's very talented, and that's why we came on the show today. Is that not right, David? Uh,
3: yes, but Nickelback. Uh, My buddies and I won Nickelback tickets at a bar, and we just said, we're okay. (laughs) We didn't take them. Oh, my gosh. I would disagree with the Nickelback reference, but... No, I'm
0: just saying, like, I think Nick Cage has been, like, uh, listen, okay, I'm going to say something wildly controversial and say that Nickelback's music is not that bad. And, it's the (laughs) like, you come in and you think Nicolas Cage, you think, like, cheesy actor, blah, blah, blah. But we're here on Shut Up, I Love It to defend that man and say... He is actually a good actor, and we enjoy him, and that is why we are here. Also, they both have the word Nick yeah, in their names, I like so it. you know, I like twins.
1: We are uncaged in this episode, <laughs> truly, uh, and so that pretty much answers a lot of like why you would bring Nick Cage, superstar mm. Nick Cage, right? But he does have a bit of a like very popular, but people are, roll their eyes at him for sure. Totally, Sasha. What's your experience with the Cage Master? Have you gotten in the cage?
2: Hell yeah! Um, I've gotten into cage. I'm more of a latest wave of cage fan. That's who. The Cage sants The Cage sants I'm part of <laughs> big part of Cage sants We're talking Mandy, the best movie ever made. Period. We're talking. What? That's a statement. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, we're talking Pig. We're talking prisoners of dreamland ghostland of ghostland, ghostland? Yeah. yeah we're talking some really hardcore cage stuff wow what you're just you, listing
1: all of his new yeah IMDb.
2: Uh, they're all great
1: uh yeah i i am familiar with cage i know cage i've been rocking with cage but i think like the world we saw like a weird period of cage they were like what's he doing i don't i just don't want to see anything he's in mm-hmm. and he was doing a lot of movies and now there's Jack's actually a lot of diamonds in the rough for the uh, the movies he's been doing. And he seems to do a movie every weekend. He shoots <laughs> one. I'm not sure how plans. busy this man is. He's, he's uh. very busy. Yeah. Um, so I would say I'm a fan and I think he's ripe for discussion because I think there probably are a lot of people who have not be, uh, been aboard the Cajusson train.
3: Yeah. A lot of people probably jump ship at some point in the later you know, 2010s, I would say. After probably National Treasure, if you're thinking big blockbusters, and him is just an actor, like you said. I just watched Pig this weekend. I thought it was amazing,
4: and I Incredible. thought he crushed it.
3: Um, I've been a, a couple different bars where they're showing Mandy just on screen, which I thought it was a cool experience for me, just hanging out, see, watching that movie at a bar. Um, and yeah, he's kind of a roller coaster. He had some. Uh, troubles financially he was overspending which uh we can get into but he's he's making a comeback he is an actor he's a great actor and he just loves doing it so he just keeps making movies it's, i don't think it was too much of a cash grab uh maybe a couple movies at some point but he's making he's still making good stuff like you like you guys just said so um i'm i've been on the cage cage train for
2: a while mm-hmm. never really hopped off
1: yeah one-way yeah. ticket yeah, You did yeah. not get a two-way. Now,
3: have you guys seen all of his movies?
2: I have not seen all of his movies. Because
3: <laughs> he has like over 109. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> i I like to talk to somebody who has seen all of them.
0: Who was just like oh, a okay. diehard Nick Cage yeah. fan yeah. that was like, mm-hmm. I see every single thing he's in. Yeah,
1: A I mean, surprising amount, though. I, I, as I'm going through down this list, I'm like, oh, okay. Actually, I, a lot of these I have. But there is that period where I'm like, oh, nope, didn't see any of these.
0: <laughs> but it's crazy when you go down his IMDb and you look at the years on, this, on the right-hand side. Like, he has, like, two to three movies coming out a year. That means this mm. man is not never not working because if you know anything about film production, you know that, like... A film will get shot you know maybe it's like three months of shooting there's a lot of pre-production a lot of post-production this guy's working like year-round a lot of actors will do like a couple movies you know and then just chill because they get spaced out this guy is he's got some work ethic seriously yeah
1: Yeah, I think he's been quoted as saying like he just it keeps him out of trouble he -hmm. loves doing it so it's kind of like Liam Neeson after his wife died he just started doing movies all the time because he's like that's the only thing or that keeps me off of it. Got nothing
3: yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. He's had some troubles with uh, divorces.
0: He's been married four times. I was times. gonna say he's, he's got worked. like four alimonies to pay yeah, for. He's two, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got Neesim two or Nicholas? Uh, no, Nicolas Nicolas <laughs> Cage. <Yeah>. Nick Cage. <laughs> Nick Cage is on wife number five now. Just for well, he's a
2: young Japanese wife, it's just pretty cool. Yeah, but I'm his not, his first wife,
0: like. his first wife was Patricia Arquette, and then his second wife was Lisa Marie Presley. So he's like, yeah. been he been dating, you know. Mm, high I love profile the,
3: the name of his second son is Kal-El which, which is the name of Superman's Superman. name. Yeah. Which yeah,
1: notably he, obsessed with Superman, right?
3: Yeah, he's a big comic book fan. I mm-hmm. didn't know um but he was in Spider-Man into the uni- uh into the multiverse. He was one of the Spider-Man's uh voiceovers. Oh. Yeah, Spider-Man yeah. Noir. Yep, exactly. So I thought that was kind of cool,
0: and he was a voiceover in the Croods, which was actually a cute movie. So he's dipping his toe into the voiceover work, which is cool because that's another revenue stream for him and another way to express <laughs> himself. You know, yeah, that's a couple now, days in the booth.
1: The we each we we since we're doing a broad actor topic, I, don't, I think this is the first time we've perhaps done that. Probably. But um, we all decided to kind of bring on a movie. Instead of all watching the same movie and making it about a movie, bringing on a movie each that we maybe watched a really like of his and talk about that performance. Um, so I say we get into that. That way we could also freely get into some of his other movies if we wish. Mm. Why don't we start with our guests?
2: Paris, what did you watch?
0: I watched Raising Arizona. Um which I wanted to go back in time and watch some earlier Nick Cage films that I hadn't seen, but like that I'd been meaning to watch that I'd heard of. I think it's a great performance from him. He's totally wacky. Like Nick Cage in his latest movies is wacky, but Nick Cage in Raising Arizona is like super wacky, off the wall, big hair, um, mustache, great performance. It stars Holly Hunter about a couple that can't have a baby and they end up stealing a baby from someone that has five. They have quints. And it's just a really fun time, and I think, I mean, I think there is an a, a, like an element of comedicness to a lot of Nick's performances. But I think, in particularly in Raising Arizona, it was super funny, and he was super physical, and it was
2: awesome. So yes, really. Tiny cool. and that was his side, first okay.
0: lead, wasn't
2: it? I think it was. Yeah, I think it was his first lead. So, I was just gonna say tiny sidebar, like a baby sidebar. Uh, William Forsyth, which is another actor in that movie, is an old friend of mine. So No way. Oh, fan of the awesome. show. He crushed that role. So good. with, uh, John Goodman. Him and John Goodman. Yeah. 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 Th- Please
0: were, have them email us. It was actually a lot of amazing. It, that's like such a stellar cast. It's got Francis McDormand. I mean, it's a Coen Brothers movie. And it's like from back in the day when they were like, you know, babies. You watch this movie and they're just so, so young. And. I think it's really cool to like look at a film like that, and then look at like a later Coen Brothers movie, or a later Francis uh, McDormand movie, or a later Nick Cage movie, and just see where these people's careers have taken them. It's just absolutely. If you can sit awesome. through the
2: latest Francis McDormand, what hot take? <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> <I don't laughs> like it, but that's not <laughs> we're here. Yeah, we are not here
1: for that. Yeah, no. and I haven't <laughs> seen it. I haven't seen *Raising Arizona* or the new Francis McDormand mm. movie.
2: If you were to choose between the two, I'm going to say... Are you talking 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 talking. about
0: Nomadland, or are we not saying Yes. Okay. Okay.
2: I liked it. I did like Nomadland. And I respect that. Yeah,
0: yeah,
3: yeah. (laughs) I I did as well. It is a slow burn, though. It is a slow burn.
0: Yeah. it's David, what
3: movie did you watch Okay. I went dark. I went Mm. 8mm, which is a very, very dark movie, dark subject matter. Um, It was... I think it was like 99. So pretty much like his first kind of peaking right when he was doing gone in 60 seconds face off all those kind of movies con air um Mm -hmm. and this had uh Nicolas cage had walking a young walking phoenix james gandolfini peter stormare and it's based on um these this millionaire widow her husband passed away finds a a vault and there's this eight millimeter like snuff film in it and this lady Mm -hmm. wants to know if this girl really died in this like this bondage kind of snuff sex film, Nicholas Cage is like the PI, goes and tracks it down, finds out it was the lawyer that paid these guys to kill this girl on camera for his boss, and the lawyer kept most of the million dollars. And it's just it's it's pretty dark, and it's yeah, they get mm. into that world, and Walking Phoenix like works like in the porn magazine industry, and he helps him Love through that, it. Dude. Yeah, and it's just a great character acting by Walking Phoenix for sure, but. Um, it's just a different um, kind of character for Nicolas Cage, I thought. So that's uh, I'd seen it before and I wanted to watch it again. But it's definitely it's a good movie. Um, but yeah, it is it is a little bit dark.
1: Yeah, I remember feeling embarrassed watching that movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like Were you oh, this a young is child? So um, I was with a young child. Oh, well, Watch yeah. Take them to see it. And, uh, they didn't like it. Uh, no, but I was maybe a teenager or something mm-hmm. and definitely so, felt like, oh, my God. Pubescent or
2: prepubescent?
1: Well, I'm still working it out. <laughs> I'm trying to get the pubescent out of the system. It's an, in it's any right now, and we're working on an Audi. Gravity's your friend. About that 8mm performance, because it mm-hmm. has been a while since I've... Uh, felt so depraved to watch it. Um, (laughs) But it's a more subdued performance from him, if I remember. It is. Is that right? Yep.
3: It's not like your Snake Eyes or your Raisin Arizona where he's super animated or when he plays the villain in Face Off, you know, and he's doing all those face movements and he's super animated over the top. It's very Mm -hmm. um, reactionary. Um, You can catch his thoughts, all that kind of stuff. Kind of like in Pig. Where you know he's mm-hmm. using facial expressions and just having those inner emotions that's kind of going on in his head because he's watching all these movies and these snuff films to try to figure this thing out, and you you tell it take a toll on him because he has a little baby daughter and his wife, um, and he's just thrown into this world.
1: Awesome,
2: um, Speaking of dark, uh, so Mandy, like I said, it's my favorite movie of all time, probably. Mm-hmm. Up there with Interstellar, like I would have to decide between interstellar Whoa. Yeah,
4: solid <laughs> so I love and interstellar
2: yeah, yeah, it's one of the few movies that I like watched multiple times in the theaters, which is very rare for me it's for me, it's rare, but Mandy is amazing. I had such a great excuse to watch it uh again, and oh my fucking God, it's just it's uh raw, just raw emotions. I think it's amazing what Nicolas Cage can do in, hands of, in the hands of a really good director. Mm. I think he gets out of whack when the director tells him, like, do whatever you want, you're Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I think that's when, like, he just goes to 10 like without like Well he of-
0: said that. He said he invented his own kind of acting which he's called mega acting. And that's where you mega. just you just <laughs> you just go like a 10, but I think you're onto something Sasha because if they can mm-hmm. reel it back in a little bit, that's when you get that Nicolas Cage gold, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, cuz it's like the, the, there's definitely first of all, all the 10s are very much earned in Mandy because it's it's truly a Shakespearean tragedy like psychedelic tragedy um of you know like a horror action movie like this the the mixture of genres is incredible but he totally his character earns to be 10 on a 10 scale uh grieving Mm -hmm. and uh going on the revenge so when he screams it's i totally buy it like when he's Mm. just drinking a bottle of vodka and pouring it on his wounds before he gets uh ready to do the revenge, like, you're like, you, you're just buying it. You're like, of course, because he just witnessed mm-hmm. the unthink- unthinkable. Um, and uh, and so, that's actually strange because that this movie works at all because it completely doesn't work with a three-act structure. It's not a three-act structure. doesn't have a low point. The lowest point comes midpoint in the middle of the movie and then the rest is just very straight up revenge one after another. just a, mm. it's it's incredible, really, how this movie works at all, but it does. and uh, and and but like he he is doing the cage thing that just fits in the context of the of what the director like must have asked him, like it's just it just works for the movie. And so even in the scene where he is fighting one of the bad guys, it's a chainsaw fight. so it's a it's a battle. It's a duel with two chainsaws, and Cage is screaming the whole time. And you were like, dude, I fucking buy it. <laughs> like, it's so good. Like, just to talk about Mandy, not even talk about Pig or other movies where he's done some amazing acting. But this movie is like, at times when he's quiet, but, you know, he's holding that 10 in, you know, Paris? Mm-hmm. Like, like, you're talking, like, like you're saying, holding it. Like, it's, it's, it just works for him to be like almost at a 10 and then like maybe turning that 10 on. Mm. That movie is fucking the best, man. It's just so good. Anyway, that's talking about dark. Don't watch it with your young children. <laughs> Put it away. Yeah. <laughs> Put it, yeah.
1: I, I might have to say that uh, 8mm takes it more in the dark. Really? Um, mm. Yeah, just subject matter even, and then visuals as well, but yeah.
2: Well, the visual, the crushed skull, I mean, there's a lot of really great visuals of in, in Mandy, but I got to watch both of them the, to compare. The lighting Joe, is really cool yeah. in
3: Mandy too, right?
2: Yeah. Oh, no, the, the cinematography yeah. is bonkers. And music is... Uh, where this Icelandic composer, like his last work before he died. And it's like the best Damn. music score of all time. I think it's so fucking good.
0: I feel like when I saw the trailer for Mandy come out, was mm-hmm. like a couple of years ago. And that was when I was like, Oh my God, like Nicholas is, you know, cause he kind of went away for a little bit and was mm-hmm. like doing weird stuff. And then mm. you started seeing these trailers for Mandy and it was like, Nicholas Cage, the actor, like, okay, mm-hmm. he's back. Mm. So I feel like it was a huge turning point for his career. I'm excited to see what he does, you know, down the line, and I hope we have many more Nicolas Cage movies to come, but I wonder if historians will look back and be like, oh, that was a real, you know, special movie for him. Um, but yeah, it, I yeah. think it was. Yeah. It brought a mm-hmm. lot
1: of, people were talking about Nick Cage after that, which totally. actually is a great segue to my movie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> The Color Out of Space.
3: And that was new, oh, isn't
0: it?
2: right. I have not yeah, seen it. I saw I it too, I saw it, saw it.
0: I watched mm-hmm. the trailer though, and it looked very, lo- um, it's H.P. Lovecraft, right? The writer mm-hmm. based on a story. Mm-hmm. Very interesting looking.
1: Mm-hmm. And very purple like Mandy. So I remember even going to this and being excited for uh, about it with friends because we're like, okay, he's like on this like Mandy tour where he's just doing cool movies. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there, like mom and dad was kind of an interesting movie that he did a couple years before that or within like the year a horror movie where parents go crazy and start killing their children he mm-hmm. was doing some interesting stuff but it's like nothing that was satisfying that genre itch mm-hmm. so then going into color out of space and seeing how purple and pink that movie is so it was like okay how could you not connect it with Mandy, it was mm-hmm. seemed like in a way it was being a ripoff of. Wasn't it or the same director aiming to be that, or same producer? No, no. I think producers. Okay. It was, pro- but and they've been doing that a lot. The producers of Mandy get said in a lot of movies. They're really <laughs> wanting to cash in on that movie because they're it did squeezing so well. it. Yeah, um, but this movie is really cool, and as far as just Nicolas Cage's performance, I think it's the ultimate kind of let Nick Cage go, but also let him be a great actor. Because the first half of it, before things get weird, because essentially like some mysterious alien force infects this family Mm. mentally, physically, everything. Lovecraftian, just what the hell is it? But that first half, he's just playing the role of a really good husband. Mm -hmm. It's a really tender relationship that he has with his wife and with his kids and it just is a sweet performance (laughs) it's there's nothing necessarily uh great or like nothing that sticks out as Mm -hmm. far as like him being super cagey or whatever he's just doing a great job which makes the second half as his character starts to lose it Mm -hmm. really really fun because he goes to 11 (laughs) he starts like talking like a a stereotypical black woman like type of like what like affect mm-hmm. and almost like he's being possessed by somebody mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's very strange and they don't explain it as anything you know he's possessed by anybody and he like kind of changes in and out of that uh, affect that he's putting on and mm. it's just so extreme it's like it's too much but in the context of everything going on in the movie it actually works i mean because anything can happen at that point in the movie, as it's getting deeper and deeper into people's bodies fusing into each other, llamas becoming one. I mean,
0: HP Lovecraft is not known for his very normal stories, you know? Yes. And
1: explanations. If
0: you watched Lovecraft country, that was like, every episode was like its own very weird world that it inhabited. such a good, such a good show. Um, Mm -hmm. So it makes me want to take, it makes me want to watch that uh, movie, Joe
2: big time. Yeah. I, I thought it was, very interesting visually that movie and that's where it ended for me uh with the color out of space <laughs> but um <laughs> so it's a, it,
1: it's grown on me with more watches oh, i like it wow. more every time i if watch I it if i
2: watched
3: mandy and that movie in the same night which one should i watch first
1: ooh i would say maybe mandy first cuz i think mandy is, has a slower first half
2: okay
1: for sure it's incredible. Like definitely, Sasha's gonna say Mandy because she loves it. I, know. I mean,
2: yeah. Why even bother? But like, watch you know to compare <laughs> but the two. Like, but I, I compared just I went to have, into, like
3: that visual kind
2: of. I went into color of space. And I think both Jay and I, my husband and I, went in like being like, "Oh my God, let's hope it's not a Mandy." I think that's where our problem mm, is. Oh, like, too we high we of a bar. Really, yeah, we or just like maybe like different movie, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, both... it's
1: not that at all. It's not anything like Mandy. Yeah. Right. Other than the color, the color. Yeah. the color being used out of space.
0: <laughs> it's right there so. in the name. the The yeah. whole premise is right there in the name of the title.
1: It is. I got the Crayola set. It was all twenty six different colors out of space. They're great. all shades of black. Oh,
2: that's dumb. How, how many times did you watch <laughs> it? Uh,
1: uh, I've seen it maybe four times.
2: Nice. Damn. Nice. That's great. Yeah, I
0: mean. So I will say I was looking down Nick Cage's list and I also in preparation for this, I was like, oh, maybe I'll watch like a really new one, but like just see what's for free on streaming. And I ended up watching this movie called Jiu Jitsu on Netflix. (laughs) Has anybody watched it? Mm -mm. I've heard. (laughs) I don't
3: know if I've seen that. I know I've seen Bangkok Dangerous, but I don't think I've seen Jiu Jitsu. Oh boy. There's a lot of titles Uh, that you could probably mix up. What year is that?
0: 2020. um, I think they kind of squeaked it out in november 2020 i actually know someone that worked on it he was a stunt guy on a movie i worked on and uh, i was texting him because i saw his face he he was like actually had a character and i texted him as i was watching it being like oh my god i'm watching this movie and you're in it and he's like yeah and he was sending me pictures from behind the scenes which was really cool but then the movie just uh, first of all nick cage did not show up until 40 minutes in so the fact that they're marketing this as a nick cage movie (laughs) lies I was literally like, where is Nick? Where is Nick? Where is Nick? Where is Nick? (laughs) And then, I mean, it just, it wasn't great, to be honest. Like, I wanted to love it because I knew the guy and, like, but you know when you just watch a movie and you're like, it just didn't come together. The story just wasn't there. That was jujitsu for me, unfortunately. And
1: That's all I've heard of it was that it's low-tier cage and it's a movie where there's one good fight scene to watch and then you don't need to watch the rest. Yeah. Uh, Primal is another one that's... Seems interesting, but isn't really that great.
2: Yeah, Primal um, is a is a cage movie, like a d- It's a
1: cage movie. He um, is like a, a hunter of mm-hmm. jaguars or something like that. Mm. Um, but I will say, Willy's Wonderland, Pit and Pig, are two great new ones. Yeah, Willie's Wonder- uh,
0: I just saw the trailer for Willy's Wonderland. It looks very interesting. It like it could be cheesy because it's set in like a Chuck E. Cheese type ripoff, right?
1: It's super cheesy. It's yeah. like. Fun the fun version of Mandy, where he's just fighting guys in suits, <laughs> like the, or what they're not even people in suits uh, in the movie in the story there. Animatronics.
0: Animatronics. David watched yeah. Pig over the weekend. I know. Yeah, I, Pig was
3: great. I enjoyed it a lot, and um, I, he's a great actor. So like, yeah, we watched Ray in Arizona like a week ago, and saw that acting and just the character work that he put into that, and just seeing like dude has got it for real um you could talk about like nepotism a little bit with his uncle being who he is but he carried his first movie in raising arizona and he crushed it right um and throughout his career he's made a lot of people a lot of money um Mm -hmm. with blockbuster hits time and time again he's an oscar winner Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you know with who his uncle is or who he who he isn't you know what i mean he you still got to show up and prove you can yeah, do it. I mean, I'm sure, it if, I'm, sh- I'm
0: sure if Francis got him some mm-hmm. meetings or he knew people from yeah. being around. But I don't think that he, I don't think Francis Ford Coppola handed him, no, you, don't, you know, like gold. You don't
3: last and you don't mm-hmm. sell blockbuster movies. There's a lot of people that get the opportunity uh, because their family's in, in this business
2: mm-hmm. and
3: they don't pull it off. And, and he did multiple
2: times. I think yeah, what's all happening- starting with Valley Girl. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> I think what's happening out, to me now is is that he I mean who knows like what he's got in a middle middle of middle age crisis that he's went to but uh he's just basically doing movie like when the script is interesting it seems mm-hmm. and he it's just with those scripts like smaller budgets he, he just don't know how the movie's going to turn out right like so yeah. a lot of it is just kind of doing a lot of quantity and then hoping some quality will rise, rise to the top, to the top yeah. which yeah. is which is, I think, you know, it's working for him. So even he knocks out, like, even, like, those prisoners of dream, Ghostland, it keeps messing it up. But, like, <laughs> you know he wasn't, like, I mean, you know, it was probably, like, a, just a couple of weeks shoot, you know, like, there's yeah. a lot of crazy effects and whatever, like, and pra- practical effects, it's a cool movie. But um, that was actually an example of the director just letting Cage, I think, do whatever he wanted. And, you know, like, his big close-up, I mean, where he's just screaming out of ten, <laughs> like he's not good. <laughs> like his big monologue close up, you're like, okay, Cage, you're just doing the Cage thing because nobody gave you anything else to do. No, the director is very interesting, but like, I think with Cage, they they just let him do the Cage thing. Yeah, um, you know what you're getting when you hire Nicholas Cage.
0: You can, you can yeah. get, you can get Nick at a ten. Mm. Have you guys seen? There's a YouTube compilation of like Nicholas Cage loses his shit, and it's like just ten minutes. Of all the scenes, and I will, I will never forget my brother sending it to me and me rewatching it. There's just so many moments where he just goes full body psycho, and it's amazing. That's very physically draining. I wonder if he finds it cathartic. And he's like, "I'm gonna do this take where I go fucking nuts," Um, and they're like, "The director's like, cool, let's keep that one in." You know. I
2: have a t-shirt that uh, is called "Ridiculous Cage," and I've been proudly wearing for where he's screaming uh, for, for at least you know five years of my life, and then. There's another show that I've been eyeing where there's all stages of cage or something. Mm. It's like 12 different cages and like what he can like the weaker man, you know, the screaming Mm -hmm. cage, whatever, all kinds of different cages. I mean, the, yeah. ma- the
0: man is a walking meme. Like, thank God for Nicolas Cage. There are mm-hmm. so many GIFs mm-hmm. and memes of him that just, like, so accurately describe my life day to day. So, like, you know, if nothing else, <laughs> you know, there's the one where I think I think it's Con Air, one of the memes where he kind of gets off oh. the bus and he looks and his hair sort of blowing in the wind. Like, you know, it's just iconic. That's, by the way, it's so one good. of the best movies of all time. Con Air Con Air, Con Air. yeah. So
3: if you guys had to list your I top five Cage
1: movies... What would they be? Oh boy! I mean, Pig is up there. Pig. I think adaptation would have to be up there. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's a we forgot about that one, didn't we? Until I was
2: thinking about it because it was I was part of what I wanted to rewatch for this, but I did not get to it. But it's definitely a top five. I've never
0: seen that. Adaptation's is mm-hmm. a good one you Jolly should watch Kaufman. it i will say okay national treasure is like definitely like a big blockbuster t- but i remember loving it yeah, as a kid to- solid. Mm-hmm. yeah to be fair i haven't seen it as an adult but like i think that would have to be i mean that definitely had to be one of his top moneymakers. makers right? uh, it was mm-hmm. sure. yeah, yeah it was the top
3: uh, but you get a yeah. good history lesson with that too
0: yeah, hey, some free history yeah. sprinkled in.
1: Yeah, he yeah, bought obviously... a ton of fossils with that money he made from <laughs> that. that. stolen that. dinosaur
0: yeah. head, did you guys hear about that? Yeah,
3: yeah. outbid Leo, uh, Mario DiCaprio, and then he had to give it back. It was to the Mongolian oh, yeah. Museum,
0: because they figured out it was stolen. Like, no, d- Nicholas, you can't just own a dinosaur bone. That's not how this works. I'm sorry. Yeah. Then he went full cage. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> bought 12 yeah. homes was chased by the
3: irs I think, I think the rock was probably my favorite overall mm. but um like it could happen to you was a really good movie um lord of war was awesome snake eyes mm. was good um family man is like a christmas movie that no one really talks about where he sees a vision of what his life could have been if him and his girlfriend didn't split up and he gets thrown back mm. into that if you would have taken that route he wakes up in a house with uh you know the girlfriend but he's married and they have two kids and it's it's a good good feel good movie and I thought he crushed that too.
0: Mm-hmm. I love a feel good movie. Have any of you seen Sunny his uh, directorial debut cuz I have not. Mm-hmm. No. I watched mm-hmm. the I watched the trailer. It's uh James Franco basically pay, plays like a young um gigolo is that what they call them? And then his mom is like his pimp and Nicolas Cage I think has like a small role in it but it's his directorial debut. It's set in New Orleans. Um, I just watched the trailer before we jumped on, actually, and it looks very interesting, very James Franco, um, but I'm definitely curious to watch it and see if I can get like a sense of Nick, the director versus Nick, the yeah, screaming
2: actor.: <laughs> What's well, fascinating I'm uh, oh, sorry, it's just looking at the Rotten Tomatoes ranked, right? I mean, the man has every single percentage. Mm-hmm. yeah I mean he's got movie. 199. he has one percent movie one percent left behind 2014. I'm <laughs> dying to watch that yeah film. I definitely have to watch that yeah one percent i I don't think that, I don't think that I know of one percent the one I saw that uh, was
3: listed as one of the worst is deadfall from 93 and I want to watch that or he, he
2: just plays yeah. like a nut
3: job I guess
2: it says zero percent but for, I don't know what that means for, that sounds really yeah for right. deadfall. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh <my> <laughs> then there's Arsenal from 2017. That's three percent, and then you know, like, keeps going. Four yeah. percent to to eleven. Four uh, percent, yeah. <laughs> <4%. laughs> Outcast. Four percent, and just keeps happening. Like, it's it's shocking <laughs> actually that they cover all percentages until it gets like in the 90s. Eventually, you know, like if you keep scrolling down. Yeah. And dude, like Moonstruck. Oh, the Face Off. I mean, Face, Face Off is, is classic. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. So
1: Moonstruck's that. even a classic. I don't love Moonstruck, but mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. he gets to be rom-com full cage in that, so that's a good time.
2: And then the Red Rock West, which I hadn't seen. Mm-mm, I yeah, seen haven't it. seen that either. No. 95% though, so. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider, I think, <laughs> did terribly, right? No, Ghost um, Rider
3: crushed it the, second, did it. the second one did terrible.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. one he was in,
3: classic. I think, with, um, what is her name? she might have been in both of them uh i'm drawing a blank but yeah i think it was it did like 280 million worldwide oh wow mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's
1: that whole thing those types of movies based off ip they do well but are just critically hated and, uh, and right. in fact audiences hate it too but then everyone goes and sees it
2: yeah oh and then of course fast times at richmond high he was in mm-hmm. it like
0: I think that oh. was one of his first uh, roles, but not leading role. Yeah. Um, oh, right. Because Joe said Valley Girl. Yeah,
2: that's 83. truly
1: is like first, but a uh, co- mm-hmm. co-credited role. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in The
3: Outsiders. And I think that was a Francis Ford Coppola movie. He was in a couple uh, that Francis Ford Coppola
4: directed.
0: I mean, he's worked with, I think, some of the most prolific directors of our time. I know he stepped aside for The Wrestler, and he was friends yeah, with Vicky Rourke. that's but wild. But he, om- he almost worked with Darren Aronofsky, who's, like, an amazing director that I love. But he's worked with, like, Werner Herzog. Like, the man has... I mean, he probably just knows everybody in town at this point. You know, he's been around. Oh, for sure. He's related to Hollywood royalty, the Coppolas. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to see him in something with... um with jason schwartzman i don't know if they've worked together but that would be that would be a great mashup get the cousins on screen
1: yeah you have a family movie all the coppolas directed by a coppola too mm-hmm. uh, you guys should be really excited i don't know if you've heard about this movie coming up the unbearable weight of massive Town. i read
3: about it a little bit in a vanity fair article
1: gonna be absolutely <laughs> stupid and incredible Ta- wa- himself yeah. I was gonna
0: say walk me through it because I don't think I read anything about it
1: I'll, I'll read the synopsis and it's all you or the log line is all you need to know a cash strapped Nicolas Cage agrees to make a pe- paid appearance at a billionaire superfan's birthday party but is really an informant for the CIA since the billionaire fan <laughs> is a drug kingpin and gets cast in a Tarantino movie.
2: <laughs> I guess they're really leaning in into how awful this movie
0: is gonna oh be. Oh my god. Yeah. It's so meta, it might actually be good. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's got
1: Pedro Pascal, Tiffany Haddish, Neil Patrick Harris. I mean, wow. I love those people. Fair.
0: I love Tiffany. She's the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Listen, I think oh. it's
1: a it's an ins- it's distills down what his career has become now, where he is this like you wanna see him play himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's done it.
0: He's he leans into it, and I listen. One thing I love about people in this town is someone who doesn't take themselves too seriously. And from the roles mm-hmm. he chooses and the things he says yes to, I don't think Nicolas Cage takes himself too seriously, and I re- respect the hell out of yeah, that. I, you know,
3: I don't know because the same <laughs> the same. Fanny Fair article says Nicolas Cage is ready to be taken seriously. <laughs> of,
1: I, I
4: blame him. Because
3: of, pig. Total, I blame of pig. Total
0: contradiction. Yeah, yeah, but
3: like t- to your point though, it's like but then he's doing this movie, which is like uh look in his life and what kind of happened. But I think he just talked about this movie and like he has such an affection for his animals and going through that divorce he didn't want to do like any acting where he really had to reach for the role. He said he read the script and he could step into that because he had that emotional connection with his animals and mm-hmm. and he crushed and he crushed that movie but he also talked a little bit about hollywood you mean pig
2: you talking yeah about pig pig because yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah. he loves his animals to, so much awesome. yeah mm-hmm.
3: and he talked about hollywood right now and like with the big budget productions and how um like they can be too risky or not even too risky but they're too protected they can't take risks like they could when he mm-hmm. was in the 90s because mm-hmm. um, you're trying to get that budget back and um, he talked a little bit about that and he's just been like hanging out in Vegas and he doesn't kick it too much in LA anymore. And- mm-hmm. Well,
0: he's been spending a lot of time in Montana and I know this cause I just shot a commercial out there and everyone I met was like, Oh yeah, I worked on that Nicholas Cage thing. He's got like four productions or something happening in Montana. Clearly he's just like enjoying it out there. And again, <laughs> I respect that. Like yeah. get out of the hustle. Like when you're Nick Cage, you could literally be like, I enjoy making movies in name a place, and then that's where you'll make movies. You know what I mean? That's mm. that's
2: my fantasy place for, like, when I retire. Montana? I've never been to Montana. I've never been. So, like, even though I love Japan and Hawaii, I don't know, for some reason, where I imagine myself retired, it's always Montana, and I've never been there. So It's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, you and
0: you and a ton of other people from L.A., because they call Bozeman, Los Angeles now, because everybody is mm. moving out there. So, you oh, got, you got you your Timberlakes out there, you got Jeff Bridges, you got... Uh, I think John Mayer has a place out there, so yep. you'll be in good company when you go out there. Maybe <laughs> they'll, they'll
1: definitely want to hang out. They'll
2: get a you know, Soho me, house. I follow you know, my Timberlake. <laughs> you, know, well, like, you know, wasn't Kanye <laughs> putting together like a, a
3: a music school or something like that too? I think that there,
0: was in Wyoming. Studio? Oh, that's right. Wyoming,
1: but he is doing a couple, working on a couple schools or something. Yeah. Could Don, be everywhere. Donda, I believe. <laughs>
0: no, that's nice. seriously oh, cool. what he's going
1: to call it. I'm actually wearing a Donda, Donda shirt, shirt right now.
3: Yeah, he's got some bangers on that album
2: some
1: bangers <laughs> and one day i'll be on here to talk about shut up i love Kanye. West.
2: Yeah, <laughs> oh, for sure and you, you really should that um, should be like a three to go hour back episode to nicholas, yeah for sure <laughs> it's been it's been brewing it's been brewing <laughs> um to go back to nicholas cage i think the cool thing about the man is that he really is passionate right like he loves acting there's no question about it yeah and um it's just have you have to just respect the man for that and then also there's another thing i, I like about him that he has a lot of personality and I can't say that a lot of actors do in general or like, don't show it like, at least. Well, I feel like mm-hmm. acting a lot of times is, um, is sort of like you have to have an empty vessel where you can mm. become another person. But like, he like kind of managed to Nicholas Cage to at the same time develop like huge persona, <laughs> like whether he wants it or not, like outside of, you know, filling the shoes of a character and, there's something very admirable about that too. Like that he's just, he is so much that uh, you can't shy away from that. Um, I don't know. The man seems cool. I don't know. I but will say he's
0: he's he's known, known in the industry uh, for being very generous, which I like. You know, he gives a lot of money to charities and stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe he should give money to the IRS and not get into tax trouble. <laughs> but, you know, you can't fault the guy for being generous. But I saw that he'd given away like a couple million dollars to Amnesty International. Mm-hmm. And, you know... Where a lot of celebrities are just sitting on their wealth, at least this guy is like giving back. So yeah, gotta love it. That's
2: awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. To hear those stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is have good have to we hear. covered enough of uh, Nicolas Cage? And should we go into ratings, Joe? What do you think?
1: This will be interesting to go into ratings for mm. Nicolas Cage. Do you guys have any final uh, thoughts before we jump into the ratings?
3: Uh, I don't. I think he's just—he's that dude, and uh,
4: yeah, uh, <laughs>
3: we're on an uptick. If you're. Um, your you Nick Cage stock enthusiast, I think we're on an uptick. <laughs> yeah.
4: mm-hmm. I, a,
0: and I, and I, I do think he as well, like he has a lot of movies that cover a lot of genres. So if you think you're not a Nick Cage fan, you can probably find something of his that you actually would really enjoy. So I say delve into his IMDb and just give something a go. But you can skip Jiu-Jitsu because it wasn't <laughs> <that> great. <laughs> yeah,
1: they're going to choose Primal yeah. or Jiu-Jitsu and then give up on him. Yeah,
0: don't choose those ones. We should have to Paris.
2: Yeah. She's like, I'm never well, gonna whatever get those that two 1% left does Whatever that one percent left behind, that's whatever. But then, that it, but then, see,
0: I want to watch that one because I'm like, yeah. I cannot be one <laughs> yeah. percent bad. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All
4: right.
1: All right well, the let's ratings. roll into it. Let's roll into the ratings. This is how ratings work. We're gonna rate Nick Cage on a scale of zero to ten using something else as a reference point. That could be another actor. It could be chocolate chip cookies. It could be anything and I'll go first mm-hmm. to start it off I'm gonna rate him against another actor who's been around since they were very young and comes from uh, famous parents who I love and is very prolific Kurt Russell Ooh. Mm-hmm. I love me a Kurt Russell if he's in something he makes a bad movie good just for his scenes like I'll just watch his scenes and that's good enough for me Give me the Russell cut And uh, I'd give him a 10 Kurt Russell's definitely a 10 Nick Cage, I really love Nick Cage I think I appreciate him more than I Would want to watch every single one of his performances And I think that's the difference For me But he's somebody that you can totally get behind Because like you guys had said it's, The stories about him are all good He's great to work with Nice guy He loves movies He loves acting you can't not get behind that especially when you do see a lot of actors where you're like i don't think you really like movies i think someone said hey you're attractive mm-hmm. want to make 20 million a year <laughs> and they're like yes <laughs> i feel like the, it's a lot of them are that nick cage i'm gonna give a uh 7.5 mm-hmm. okay um, that's solid
2: i'll go it, next uh, i'm gonna compare Nicolas Cage against Joaquin Phoenix who I think is one of the best actors of his generation probably maybe the best like he's like if Joaquin Phoenix is in the movie I probably would want to watch it just for his like performance and he like really what's very different about him is that he really kind of transforms into this character and like a lot of times he almost like unrecognizable because he really like does the method or whatever is happening that you like? Oh, it's a different person, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think for for that Joaquin Phoenix, I'll give a, I'll give him a ten. Oh, another ten! Yay. Yeah, yeah. Joaquin Phoenix gets a ten. Um, and uh, I'll take Nicolas Cage, and um, you know, I'm gonna give him another ten as well. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I'm not gonna watch all of his performances, but what he's done yeah. is mm-hmm. enough for me to like fully be on board. Like, and just be a cheer him on because I don't know again. Like, this funny, like, weird element about him is what I respect. That's something I don't find in other actors that maybe I admire, and uh, that's very unique for me. Yeah, big fan. What about you all? I
0: will say, I will say as well, Nick does do um, method acting. He once got two teeth removed without anesthetic because he wanted to, like. I don't know. Oh, get that pain and then use it later? Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Unnecessary, but, you know. Creatives. Yeah, yeah. creatives. Um, David, you can go next. Okay. (laughs) I just wanted to throw that tidbit (laughs) in there. I had to.
3: All right. Terrific. So I was going to use, so this is going to be a little bit interesting. So I'm going to kind of do Nicolas Cage against... Nicolas Cage movies. So it's kind of be like the unbearable <laughs> oh, weight of massive talent. Awkward. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to use, I was going to use Deadfall, but I haven't seen it because Deadfall got the zero. But mm-hmm. I'm going to use the movie next <laughs> with oh. him and Jessica, <laughs> Jessica Beale as like my bottom, like a zero. Even though I, uh-huh. I thought it was okay, decent, like funny to me, I'm going to use it as a zero. And then I'm going to use uh, National Treasure, which is like, probably his most popular top grossing film as a 10. So you got national treasure as a 10 next um, as a zero. And I'm going to put Nicolas cage against those as like an eight, seven. So I think 8.7? 8.7 out of 10. Wow. Yeah, very specific. I, we like that. He's mm-hmm. just a man. Like everything you said, Sasha, um, he's just, he's an amazing actor. I've quoted him since like in his movies, like how you got started off this podcast in all my friend groups, you know, since I was like a young teenager and he's just done so much and he's entertained me so much and he's still bringing it. Like pig took me on like a lot of emotions this weekend. I loved seeing a refreshing Mm -hmm. film like that. So Mm -hmm. eight, Mm -hmm. seven for old Nikki.
2: Awesome. And then Paris round us up. I'm gonna compare
0: Nick Cage to a priceless dinosaur headbone, and I'm gonna. Stolen or not. So I'm gonna say yes. I think Nick Cage. I'm gonna say that they're like if the dinosaur bone was a ten, then Nick is also a ten, and they both deserve to be in a museum because they are both priceless, and we need to protect them because they are a part of history. So. That's how I'm going to rate it. I think Nick Cage, Love it. like I said, he's got every kind of movie that you could possibly want to watch. I'm i ba- I'm a massive fan. I don't know him personally, but from what I've seen of him, I just watched a YouTube of his um acceptance speech, acceptance speech, I should say, for leaving Las Vegas. He seems like a pretty cool guy who like loves his kids and like maybe had some interesting decisions when it came to the IRS and maybe getting married five times, but like listen like sasha said nick cage is nick cage at a 10 he is a wild entity just like a dinosaur so yes love we love you nick yes. uh big fans Aww, over here
2: listening as you always do big fans <laughs> as <you always> do.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the
1: one episode he misses yeah.
0: damn. damn and nick cage uh just like the uh,
3: miss misses on episode
4: yeah also
2: we haven't mentioned like the demand, like Kind of leaves like a cult following behind him. totally like like mm. it's not like it's not like an actor for basic people. <laughs> it's like actor for basic people, people who are uh, who are obsessive. and uh, yeah, like like you're saying, uh, David, there's got to be like at least one person who's listening and watching everything that is about Nicolas yeah. Cage plus watching rewatching his movies and comparing like mm. Nicolas Cage creates this obsession around himself you totally. know like, yeah. whether he wants it or not and he, he seems to like not work towards that which of course attract don't chase yeah. uh, and I like also the... i
0: would i would say go mm. watch Nick Cage's SNL skits like he's very funny like the guy is i think a genuine person so
2: i'm Damn. into it i'm We're into We all want to be his next wife hey
0: maybe if we got lucky we could be nick cage's sixth and seventh wife sasha you know just
2: uh all of us why 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 cut the boys off yeah Um, david you want to be nine we got you don't worry about it (laughs) great um well paris david thank you so much for coming on this thank podcast you yeah, really nice you to see you all Love this yeah um, tell us what's uh, yes. age like milk uh, doing these days what's going on
0: well we're creeping ever closer to our 50th episode um, mm-hmm. which is exciting for us because this is a pandemic baby and if you know anything about pandemic oh, yeah. babies they're crazy or
2: babies at but, all yeah yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah you can follow me I'm at o parisimo oh paris IMO uh, don't know why don't just yeah just that's cast. my Instagram yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it is what it is it is, it is oh, now geez. I'm never gonna mm. change it King David,
3: David. 531 uh, mm. maybe on private because of because uh, of my my <gasps> day job but you know we'll see oh um, attract don't chase like uh
0: it's, harsh, yeah. 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 Hey, <laughs> it's really on private because he's just about to blow up He's just like really getting ready, you know, his acting career so. Yes or no
2: yeah. Joe, what what do you have going on?
1: Oh, what do I have going on? Go to joecabeo.com and you can see everything There's links to my uh, novella You could read 10 chapters for free Ooh. It's a superhero zombie noir deal with it deal with it and uh, of course my Mixing comic bottoms genres. up <laughs> yeah like I'm just Cage. I just uh, reached into a bucket with several <laughs> names on it and I was like alright zombies superhero noir. Uh go check that out and you can see everything including my um, movie review podcast oh,
4: nice.
2: thank you Elizabeth Salute for this artwork thank you Mr. Owl for this amazing track and thank you for listening